The Jeff O'Neill Show. Ladies and gentlemen, he is hockey royalty in this country. The man that controls the grapes. It's Ron frickin' McLean. Ron McLean. Hi, Ron. I wish I could control the grapes in me. That's a big challenge. Anyway, the uh, Stetson and well, Longstamp Rose was appreciated. I saw your promo for the show this morning. And Jeff and Karen and Scott, nice to talk to you again. God, the legend. By the way, uh, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. uh, Baker Street uh, by Jerry Rafferty is my favorite all-time song, my number one favorite all-time song, and it was covered by the Foo Fighters. Uh, David Grohl and the yes. Foo Fighters did an unbelievable cover of that song. Uh, Dave Grohl in the news this week because he chugged a beer on stage and then fell off stage. It was a little stumble. Yeah. He missed that. The same thing. Grapes. The grapes are, uh, well, <laughs> was it Yellow Dog? Maybe it was Yellow Dog. He thought it was beer. <laughs> uh, do, do it was we, Ryan Ginger. Do we, actually, we had a Ryan Ginger Yellow Dog beer. It's funny that you mentioned all that stuff. That was yeah. a Christmas beer. Hang on. Here's the song for you, uh, Ron. This is the Foo Fighter cover? Yep. Yeah, isn't that? Do you want to sing along with us? Another Christmas day. Ron McLean is not singing. <laughs> all right, that's no, it. I'm admiring. You know, uh, and, and the reason, you know, if you wonder, uh, first of all, there's a really great history of that song. It finished at number two on its Rise Up the Billboard 100. It <laughs> uh, got to number two and stayed there. But the seventh week, it was at number two. Uh, Andy Gibbs Shadow Dancing was always number one. And record companies intervened to prevent it from going to number one. It was actually number one. They were all set to release the news that Baker Street was the top of the charts. And then uh, I don't want to mention the label for fear I get sued, but they jumped into the fray and bought up a You know, in those days, record sales were a huge part of it. And when they found out that Billboard was about to uh, release it, they said, no, you got to go back to the presses. We'll buy whatever it takes to get ahead of Baker Street. And that's what happened. And Jerry Rafferty, I don't think, ever played in America. He was so bitter over that. But what I love about the song is, uh, and it actually applies to the Rogers Hometown Hockey Tour, four years ago when we uh, made the changes, and I was uh, you know, done with Hockey Night per se, although I was still doing coaches with Don, which is a you know, really enjoyable thing and pretty big thing to do. Uh, but there was a, we were traveling the uh, country, right, and doing this show uh, where you fly through the night and you've got all this learning to do. And uh, the line in the song is, you used to think that it was so easy. You used to say that it was so easy, but you're trying. You're trying now. And I just love uh, that particular uh, paragraph out of the song, and I, I apply it. it. It's always been kind of a, a song that is a mantra for me. All right, so we're out of time. That was uh, Ron McLean this morning. <laughs> And what are we listening to now, Scott? What is this? This is Andy Gibb. I just want to be your everything. Let's yeah, go deep on that. Andy Gibb now. <laughs> now think about that. That song beat Baker Street seven straight weeks. And when's the last Ron, time Ron, stop. We're there? trying to listen to the song, Ron. What are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the Bee Gees, wasn't he? No. Yep. He's a son. Well, he's the younger brother, right? Yeah, right, yeah. right. right. How does he get to that high? I don't understand. It's tight pants. pants yeah, yes. Remember those pants? It's the tight pants. Ron, you seem to know a lot about uh, music. Were you ever a disc jockey on the radio? Yeah, f- for a decade. I-, I started in 76, and uh, then I moved over to doing the Flames games in 84. So nine years, and I was actually a program director, and I was terrible at it, but I loved it. I, I, and in fact, I listened to Vancouver Radio. I was in Red Deer, Alberta, right? So I was weaned on CKLG, but particularly 14C Fun. Uh, I, I would wait for Raccoon Carney to come on at 9 at night uh, on the West Coast, and he was unbelievable. He hit every post. He was, uh, he was a magician. They had a few of them out there, Tom Lucas, the Luker. Um, but I, I really admired Raccoon Carney. Uh, Ron McLean, former program director in radio. How are we doing so far? If you had to rate how we're Brilliant. doing it. Uh, <laughs> 
sing all my favorite songs. That's all you ask. There's yeah. two things you need to know: songs, great songs, and you need to speak one to one to the viewer. And uh, it sounds like you're speaking one to one to me, so I appreciate it greatly. Alex and Chilliwack just sent this text to us. Thank you, Alex and Chilliwack. Ron McLean is owning you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ron McLean is in town for the uh, hometown hockey uh, going on in uh, Langley City, which is uh, this weekend, and the weather is going to be perfect for you. We'll get to that in just a second. But I want to talk about, uh, if we could, uh, Don Cherry real quick. First off, and I know I'm about three weeks late on this one here, but uh, Ron McLean, do you and Don Cherry exchange Christmas gifts? And if so, what was it? And if not, why not? We do. Uh, no, we've always uh, been really good friends. You know, it, it's funny because we, there's that appearance on the television that we can't stand one another half the time, but we are close friends, and that's 33 years you wouldn't be working together, I don't think, if you weren't. Uh, so this year for Christmas, I gave Don, uh, I, I know I gave Luba, his wife, a beautiful teapot with a cardinal on it uh, to give her some uh, solace and <laughs> a little bit of something, a sanctuary, I guess is the word I'm looking for. And I gave Don a Johnny Bauer's new book, and I gave him something else that I was quite pleased with, and I'm damned if I can remember what it is. He gave me wine. He knows I'm a wino and a beer charter. So uh, I think did the shopping. I got a nice bottle of Behringer red wine, a fantastic bottle of private reserve. So that's what he, he gave me grapes. It only fitting, right? What the hell did I get him? I can't remember what I got him that I was so pleased with. Was it a copy of your book? No. He wouldn't read it. He doesn't read I always, I always kid. You know, as he used to say, I, I used to be I couldn't spell author. Now I are one. Sometimes you can tell Don can't uh, read all that well. But hey. people always, there's two things people always say. They say no one's allowed to talk in our house when Coach's Corner's on ice, and neither am I. And the other thing I always say when they they ask if he could get Don Cherry to sign it, I say, well, if you can get me a crayon. Oh, I'm just teasing, you know. Hey, hey, Ron, is it true that you no longer host the second half of Hockey Night in Canada on Saturdays because you hate the Vancouver Canucks? No, because I'm coming to Vancouver. That's the reason. I'm. Uh, I, how else am I going to get to Langley and Whistler and Esquimalt and West Kelowna if I don't get on an aircraft? So the sad reality, well, not, I mean, David Amber's great. They don't need me. But uh, the reality is I, I fly west uh, 12 weeks in a row here. So that's the reason I'm not on the second half of the twin bill. Ron, how much pressure do you feel to pronounce everything perfectly next to Don Cherry? No, yeah. I need to know is Lalongo and Biesca. Uh, <laughs> he, he uh, you know, it's funny. I was just at an event on Wednesday night, uh, and you'd appreciate this, Karen. Uh, it was a it was all women panel. It's called uh, She's Four Sports, and they conducted it at the Hockey Hall of Fame. And uh, Christine Simpson was on the panel. Kim Davis of the NHL is their senior vice president of social impact. Uh, they had uh, Sarah Nurse, a great hockey player, Jessica Platt. They had Angela James in the Hockey Hall of Fame. And the gist of it was, if you want to be a woman in sports broadcasting you better not mispronounce a name whereas the guys can get away with it and and it was so true right don could butcher them till the end of the time but if a woman starting out got it wrong and and it's interesting because tara sloan is incredibly exacting in everything that she does in a way uh, but she's really finicky about pronunciation grammar she's great on grammar and she's uh, really finicky on pronunciation she's bob cole-esque in terms of getting it right and maybe that's because as a woman moving into the hockey arena uh, she had to. I never asked her that, but I, I just think it's her nature. I don't think it's anything to do with uh, feeling the pressure to get it right. I think it's just the pressure she puts on herself to be uh, 
to be right. But that for sure, I, I enjoyed listening to that point of view the other night. Talking to Ron McLean. Speaking of pronunci- uh, pronouncing names and trying to get it right, uh, when did this happen, Scott? This was uh, just after Finland had uh, beat Canada in the World Juniors. Right, right, right. So Coach's Corner and uh, Ron, you get the name right, but uh, your cohort, not so much. So we'll get to the World Junior here oh, in just yeah. a second. Uh, Elias Pettersson and the tangle up with Kutkin Yemi. What did you no, I'm Listen, I, what I'm telling the kid, Packer Yami, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could get it any worse. Usually he says, cut your finger off, or what's his name, you know. But he, he just, and it's funny, honest to God, a lot of legendary coaches don't get names right all the time. Like Scotty Bowman would mispronounce names, um, and he's, you know, rain man of uh, coaching. So it, 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 for us, I, I think, you know, there, and, and even when Don Cherry started his career, there was producer Ralph Mellamy, he told him two things. He says, you don't think. You know, don't you ever, I don't ever want to hear you say, I think, you know. And the second thing is don't get too professional. Don't start getting pro on us or uh, you'll lose touch with the common <laughs> listener. That's what we do here. Yes. Don't get too yeah. pro. Don't get too pro. We are not professionals here. We're uh, talking to Ron yeah, McLean. Stay that way. Charm is the, you know, spread your charm. That's what we want. Ron, I want to know, speaking of uh, Don Cherik, uh, he's going to be 85 in a couple of weeks. How much of what we get is shtick? Because sometimes it seems to be, I'm going to say this now, it seems to be over the top. Well, you know, my, my theory on that is is we all have opinions, um, but not all opinions taken together for most people form a great point of view or at least a crafted point of view. The thing you can say about Don, like or not, he's created a point of view. Uh, and you can kind of tell where it comes from, right? It's right-wing politics. It's uh, a physical game or brand of sport. Uh, all those things are apparent and have been for the 35, 40 years he's been on television. And then it's up to the rest of us to provide counterbalance. And I, I can't really, I hate to kind of get myself off the hook here, but honestly, in the five minutes, six minutes we have, we couldn't bog down and fight every point, right? Or we'd get nowhere. Uh, so I, I don't necessarily do a great job, if you want journalism, of holding his feet to the fire on it. My theory is let him do it, let, as I do with all interviews, except you three. I'm seeming to run roughshod here, but I don't mean to, you know that. Uh, <laughs> you want your guests to be the star. You want them to shine, and you want to give them every opportunity. When I took over from Dave Hodge, that was kind of my idea was, okay, Don's big on Bobby Orr, and he's big on Brian Kilray, the Ottawa 60. He's got his things. Let him have them. Let him shine. And then, unfortunately, a lot of folks thought, well, God, he's got this pulpit, and nobody's uh, you know, serving as counterbalance. We've got seven hours. Somebody do it or find a way. Or somebody in the newspaper, you know, do it there. But you can't, you can't uh, shackle, you can't censor a person just because they have crafted their point of view. And it's important to have one, and he's got one that's well thought through. Hey, Ron, uh, you guys uh, brought back the baby powder blues for Hockey Night in Canada. What would it take for us to get one of those blazers? Because we sent you the cowboy hat and the long stem rose for you to yeah. join us this morning. <laughs> How do we get our hands on one of those baby powder blues? Hmm. Uh, I, you know, they obviously auctioned them off, and that was for charity, so they went for a crazy price. To be honest, they're worth about 10 bucks. They were made of a really cheap fabric. Uh, they're flammable. You, know, you, I don't, you, could, you could get one, but it will be gone in a month. <laughs> it was a nice idea, though. And ironically, we got Dave Hodge back on the broadcast uh, because of that uh, evening, and it was a magical interview and, and just really nice to see Dave's gratitude. But I, I'll, get, I'll try and find I don't have any. I don't even have any of my originals you know, from the 80s. The last one I had, not to sound self-aggrandizing here, but the last one I gave to, uh, my mom was a huge fan of a country singer from Cape Breton, John Allen Cameron. And when he died, his son Stuart is a 
brilliant musician, and I knew Stuart, and I said, well, your dad loved Hockey Night in Canada so much. Here, take this. This is my last jacket. He can be laid to rest in it. And he was. Wow. And it's kind of a neat thing, right? So I don't want another one. I, 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 for me, it'll always be my mom's uh, idol, John Allen Cameron, got to wear it last, and that's great. Talking to uh, Ron McLean, running out of time here, but uh, Seattle is getting the All-Star game, uh, and they're going to get the draft. Uh, why is Gary Bettman uh, catering to Seattle so much? And uh, do you have any rumors on names? Do we have any names for Seattle? Yeah, there's me. Well, I'd love totems. I, I really would. You know, we're moving uh, thankfully into a you know a land acknowledgments and lots of arenas where we finally have kind of brought everybody back into you know, equal footing. So I love the tradition of the totems, and I love that it's a First Nations uh, acknowledgement. So that would be mine. It's not fun, and the New World is all about fun, I guess. But and as far as pandering to uh, Seattle. I think it's great for Vancouver to have that little local regional rivalry. Oh, we hate them. They're it. not even here yet. We hate them. <laughs> yeah, their mayor's yeah, know, already smack-talking us. Yeah, they're yeah. smacking us. And what are some of the other rumored names for the Seattle NHL uh, team? The Seattle Sir Mix-a-Lots, the Seattle Windows 10 by Microsoft, and the Seattle Seahawks Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> and the Seattle Go to Hells. Oh, they're brilliant. <laughs> they're all brilliant. Yeah. Uh, all right, hometown hockey is in Langley uh, this weekend. That's Langley City, by the way. The weather's going to be perfect. Uh, Ron McLean, what events are happening, and how can people meet you and Tara Sloan? Tara's on her way. I'll get in tomorrow night after Hockey Night in Canada when I'm, I miss the... So we have the Canucks on the bright side on Rogers Hometown Hockey. You'll know I love them, and I do, actually. Who doesn't enjoy watching this uh, current uh, edition? But it's uh, open, the festival, at noon on Saturday. Bo Horvat's actually signing autographs there. Kirk McLean's uh, on hand both days. Chris Higgins is on our broadcast, so he'll be around. Uh, Ryan Walter will be around. And if you want to meet uh, or yell at me, either way, uh, I'll be on the ground probably after we do a little meet and greet at noon. So say one o'clock and especially when the game's on uh there's lots of opportunity to take photos and do that kind of thing but it's a great as you said weather's cooperating there's music there's hockey a really nice family event all right here's a plug for uh, one of our friends who's unemployed right now if you're looking for any more talent on hockey night in canada kevin bx is not uh, busy these days isn't he great yeah and he, he <laughs> will touch on the great thing that he did uh, as you know for nora trulson uh and lights the singer also helped out when we lost uh, a guy from maple ridge well, actually larry walker's profiled on the show speaking of Maple Ridge and it's a really nice feature on the great baseball player there he is the legend that is Ron McClain we're getting a lot of text messages people wondering uh, they're saying that the Ron McClain show on Fox is fantastic <laughs> sorry yeah. they, they want to know when you started I know, nobody gets to talk with Coach's Corners on neither do I uh, so I thank God for Fox. No, you're brilliant and uh, one of our favorite guests thank you Ron follow him on Twitter at Ron McClain HTH and you can meet him in Langley this weekend for hometown hockey thank you very much Ron McClain cheers you three thank you the Jeff O'Neill Show. 6 to 10 weekdays with Alpine Credits on the world-famous Seafox.